Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. And I'm Ryan Newman. All right. On today's episode, we are going to go over uh, the rest of the transfer player pool. We did quarterbacks a few weeks ago, discussed the most intriguing transfers there. And for this uh, top impact list of transfers for 2023, Ryan, each of us made a top 15 list on our yep. own, combined them together, and we've got our, our top 10 here. So our lists were very different, so we can go over some of those differences as we get to it. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Who's number 10? Number 10. Well, we have a tie for number 10. Um, for me, 10th here, uh, Donnie Mitchell. So A.D. Mitchell, wide receiver from Georgia. He'll be going to Texas. Um, and I, I personally think this transfer is being underrated a little bit, mainly just because, well, I guess, number one, Mitchell wasn't able to play a ton last year with a high ankle sprain, so he didn't quite get the notoriety that he probably should have. Uh, and two, Texas just already has some good receivers on their team. I mean, even without uh, Mitchell, they'd still have a good offense and a good receiving core. But I just think Mitchell's a very, very good player. So maybe you can't value that as much because he's going to a good room. But uh, he's a very good player. If he didn't get hurt, probably would have had a he would have had a much bigger year. And he was looked to as supposed to have a big year because he had a good freshman season there for Georgia. So he's going to be a big time player, tall receiver that can get make some tough catches. I, I think he's going to make a big impact. Okay, the other player we had tied for 10th, another receiver, wide receiver Zachary Franklin, uh, going from UTSA to Ole Miss. And his last two seasons at UTSA had over 1,000 yards, uh, 12 touchdowns, 15 touchdowns. Like, he just was having uh, monster production. And this, I I really had him high on my list because it's also a position of need for for Ole Miss. You know, they uh, lost two uh i believe they're top two receivers from from last season so uh he can come in and and be the number one guy yep fair enough all right and then number nine uh i'll discuss dante sevis our third straight receiver i promise it's not all receivers but there's a lot of good ones that transferred uh going from kent state to penn state and very similar to franklin you know at a lower level a lot of production over two thousand yards combined the last two seasons and go Team, uh, where wide receiver is is a big need. Of course, Penn State losing Parker Washington and Mitchell Tinsley, so Cephas um, is going to kind of compete, I think, with Lambert Smith to be the number one guy. And this is like this kind of feels like potentially the last missing piece for Penn State to possibly yeah. make the playoff. You know, if Drew Aller's good at quarterback, I really like the rest of the roster, but they could use some impact playmakers. Yes, they could. All right, moving on to number eight. We have uh, Denver Harris, cornerback from uh, Texas A&M. He's going to LSU. Former five-star recruit, played as a true freshman um, last year, but only played in a handful of games after getting suspended for some off-the-field issues and uh, a locker room incident. So there's definitely a concern there, uh, but there's no really denying his talent. Um, Super high ceiling. and if he's able to just stay on the field, he's going to be an impact player just because of his ability. Um, obviously, the Texas A&M coaches thought a ton of him playing him as a true freshman. So LSU, they have, they've had a good run of legit DBs, and Denver Harris could be that guy. Just This one's a little risky of a pick, I guess I'll yeah. say, just because. Yeah, I didn't have know, him on my on my list. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's boomer bust, I feel like. He's either going to be really good or you just maybe never hear from him after this. But I'm, I'm hoping for his sake and LSU's sake, it's the, it's the first. All right, number seven is linebacker uh, Dasan McCullough going from Indiana to Oklahoma. And he was a four-star recruit, so he was a big-time get for for Indiana, of course, with 
Well, actually, I don't know. Was his, yeah, was his dad the coach at the time he committed? His dad, I think, ended up going to Notre Dame. Yeah, anyway. I just know his hometown guy. Yeah, so he, uh, but he, as true freshman last year, 49 tackles, six and a half tackles for loss, four sacks, really athletic, really versatile, apparently. O- OU um, has been trying him out at, you know, and everything from edge rusher, linebacker in the secondary. So Brent Venables can get creative with guys. So we, we saw that at Clemson. Yeah. I would imagine McCullough will be an impact player. And they need it. OU's defense was pretty horrible last year. It, it was. Yeah. All right, number six, we have uh, an offensive tackle, our first lineman here, a Johnny Cornelius. He's going from Rhode Island powerhouse to Oregon. Uh, you know, so to me, part of the reason why he's so high on this list is because um, or- Oregon lost almost all their entire offensive line from last year. So he fills a pretty big need um, out there in Eugene. First team all colonial uh, last year as a sophomore uh, at right tackle, which is where he'll likely fit in there uh, on the Oregon's offensive line. And he's going to have two years at Oregon if, if he decides to. So good, good get for Oregon to get an experienced lineman to replace all the, all the talent that they lost. So but, uh, he'll, he'll be an impact yeah. player for sure. They did a really good job of, of like turning a, well, the offensive line turned over because guys ran out of eligibility or went to the NFL, but yeah. I still think it's going to be a good offensive line this it, upcoming year. It should so. be. I'd be surprised if it took a massive drop, like sure. Maybe it won't be quite as good, but, Right. It'll, it should still be a good group. It's a really good group. Very good group. Top notch. <laughs> Great group of guys. Uh, yeah. They get along well. Number five. This was super high on my list. Maybe a homer pick here. Defensive tackle Bear Alexander going from Georgia to USC. Uh, but he was, you know, four-star recruit and as a true freshman last year, got snaps on Georgia's defensive line. Like that alone, I already think yeah. you're really good. Like one of the, you know, best defenses in college football and he played in the national championship game had a couple tackles for loss had a sack um and it's when they just were up by 50 or 50 yeah yeah uh, it might have been some of the second <laughs> half there but but he you know he played throughout the season and and was figured to be a big part of the rotation this upcoming year but uh kind of decided to go to usc where he can be kind of maybe the number one guy yeah. and and just it was just a massive need for usc right like the defense was terrible last year uh, defensive line, you know, if, if USC hadn't hit the transfer portal, was looking to be pretty bad. But with guys like Bear Alexander coming in, another guy you had on your list, Anthony Lucas Anthony from Lucas, A&M yeah. to, to USC. Big time potential, uh, too. He didn't quite make the top 10, but Bear, yeah, he's he's a beast, or could be. Yeah, well, you know, at worst, he's going to be a solid rotational player that just gives you exactly. depth, you know, like at worst. So, yeah, yeah. that's you, you always love getting a big defensive tackle transfer like that. It's just oh, makes you feel better. It's like, yeah, okay, oh, we're not going to get, at least we're not going to get gashed left and right, you know, especially with, you know, how USC's defense was right. last year. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's kind of a relief. So yeah, that was a big one. I'm, I'm with you there. Um, all right. This next one stings uh, linebacker, Ernest Hausman. He's transferring from Nebraska to Michigan. Yeah. It, uh, he was, a, he's a Nebraska kid. He went to high school in Nebraska um, and he had a really good freshman year. Uh, and Lincoln um, definitely should be a, a big time player. Um, so Michigan's going to get a good one here. He had 54 tackles on the season, but he really kind of came on late in the year. Uh, he had a two week stretch against um, Michigan and Wisconsin where he had 10 tackles at Michigan. So Harbaugh saw him up front and like, oh, he's pretty good. And then 12 against Wisconsin. So he was really turning it on and just kind of proving, you know, what he's going to show here in the future. And so that this, this hurts as a Nebraska fan, but you know, if you look at it, 
you know, without those rose colored glasses on, you're like, yeah, man, it's hard to blame the kid for doing it. You know, yeah, going to Michigan yeah. NFL aspirations probably went higher, you know, or the chances increased and playing for a national championship kind of caliber level. So sucks, but you kind of understand it. Totally. Like in the opposite way, when USC got Bear Alexander from Georgia, I'm like, Okay, I might not have, I might not have made that transfer, but, uh, well, but I'll take it. Not quite the same comparison there. USC could be a national title team. Could be. At least playoff. I mean, you got Caleb and you have an amazing offense. Bears might think like, hey, all they need is a better defense and I can do that. All right. Well, thank you for making me feel better. Yeah. You're welcome. Hey, well, you, you guys were a play away practically from the playoff last year. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, they have like 30 point plays in college football. I missed <laughs> No, 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 we didn't even one lose game. by that one game, much, but yeah, one game, Caleb, if, if Caleb had stayed healthy, exactly. Maybe. There you go. That's what I meant. Okay. Uh, number three on the list, Devontae Walker, poor Kent state, another yeah, receiver they from lost Kent everything. state going to North Carolina. They really did lose. So, so, so their much. quarterback, two receivers, often their coach, head coach, off- Lime. they lost guys on defense like their coach didn't yeah. even leave for another head coaching job he did you have to be an offensive coordinator <laughs> rough more money rough. but still so uh but yeah but north carolina so um well first off first off Devontae walker he had to split of course catches with with um, dante cephas last year and still almost had a thousand yards and now he's going to be catching pass- passes from drake may uh maybe second best quarterback in the country i think he could have a monster year uh north carolina's top two receivers are in the nfl right now from from past season so big need good player yeah the, the production could be there they lost phil longo at offensive coordinator so we'll see what happens there but yeah that that one it makes me interested to see what's going to happen but i'd imagine they'd still have a pretty darn good passing attack uh, all right, number two, we have cornerback Fentrell Cypress. Uh, he's transferring from Virginia to Florida State. Huge addition for the Seminoles. Uh, second, he was a second-team All-ACC corner. Arguably should have been first-team. He led the country in pass breakups per game at 57 tackles. So he's a really, really good cover cover corner. So, you know, when you pair a really good cover corner like him with some pass rushers like Jared Verse, Patrick Payton's going to probably – I think he's going to kind of take his game to another level this year. FSU's pass defense should be pretty legit. So they're just loading up now. Uh, they're looking pretty good. Yeah. It'd be, I mean, the expectations are extremely high there in Tallahassee. So anything less than what they did last year would be a massive disappointment. Yeah, we'll get to, in the honorable mentions, uh, some more FSU guys. Because yeah. he's, he's the only FSU guy on the list here. But like, if this list went 15, deep, yeah. 20 deep, you'd have three, four you know five florida state guys yeah. you can make the argument for others of course oh easily yeah yeah i had i had at least two or three in my top 15 but yeah. uh number one is cornerback slash wide receiver travis hunter going yeah. from jackson state following Dion to colorado and you know he was the former number one overall recruit in the country as a true freshman last year had eight passes defended two interceptions albeit very low level Jackson state. So we'll see uh, going up in class, how it works out, but immense amount of talent. And yep. he j- just, when you compare him to anyone on Colorado's roster last year, it, it's, it's no comparison. So they had a decent corner, but still, yeah, they, uh, who do who? Yeah. Was, who was that? Or was that couple, two years ago? Now, two years know. ago, they had two decent corners that one okay. transferred to Oregon, yeah. one transferred to USC. Oh, I don't know yeah, about last yeah. year, but anyway Maybe like, i just kind of forget about last year for colorado at least i so bad. they, they so would bad. like to do that as well yeah yeah 
Um, so there you have it. Now for those on YouTube, I'll put up the full list and uh, full disclosure. Ryan and I were starting to record this, and I, I went, "Oops, I forgot to make the full list here." So I made this very quickly, and that is one of the uglier, uh, yeah, images. <laughs> like it's you're, just very, it's very, it's a. Your wife, Sarah, the uh, the artist and the designer, would not be pleased with your performance here. No, it is uh, very. It's just difficult to read. There's a lot of letters. There's no difference in colors. It's all caps. And it's all everywhere. caps. Yep. yep. Everything about it is is not good. There's probably a typo or two on there, uh, but I couldn't find one. But I know no, we did look again. briefly, so maybe maybe not. <laughs> anyway, the audio listeners don't care about this. So no. let's talk about the snubs. Who were the highest players on your personal list that did not make our uh, our combined list here? Uh, two USC guys, actually. We you, for me was number one was Dorian Singer, uh, the mm-hmm. wide receiver transferring from Arizona to uh, USC. I mean, I know USC is not short on talent at receiver, but he was a big time player uh, in the Pac-12 yeah. there. So you know, I'd imagine he'd have some big years there still. And yeah, then Anthony would be Lucas, my, my prediction for leading receiver for for SC. Yeah, yeah. So. Huge value, and then your other guy at USC uh, from Texas A&M, Anthony Lucas. He's kind of mm-hmm. kind of an edge guy, but Lincoln Riley seems to really like him, so that should be a big big value and big impact for the Trojans too. Okay, some guys on my list. I had Dominic Lovett, receiver, going from Missouri to Georgia. Yeah, um, Carson Steele, running back, Ball State, super productive there. Now he's at UCLA. I think he could have a huge year in that offense. Uh, Javion Cohen tackle going yeah. from Bama to Miami. And I don't know, there's a couple of players in Ohio State secondary. Florida State yep. had so many other players, like we said. Keon Jaheim, Coleman. Yep, Jaheim Bell. Jaheim Bell. Um, yeah. Yep. So I mean, this this is our lists were so different because it's there's no clear pecking order. Like you could go 25 deep on this list and you know, yeah, at least not a huge drop off from you know 10 how do you value like needs versus just quality of player you know that's another thing too but potential versus a guy that's you know had good production at a lower level which yeah you like the five star that transferred or the guy who wasn't recruited but yeah yeah exactly yeah so anyway thank you for checking out this episode of the college football bros uh, if you want to support the podcast, we'd really appreciate that. You can do so at patreon.com slash college football bros. Five bucks a month gets you uh, bonus episodes, access to our backlog of bonus episodes where I would say, you know, 70% of them are are evergreen, uh, can, can listen to them at any time. And uh, you get access to the Discord server where we're talking college football and other nonsense all year. Mostly long. nonsense. But mostly nonsense. Exactly. It's a good time. Thanks again. And we will see you next time.